Welcome into the official. We've got the great show for you, of course. We're giving the people what they want. Um, you know, we, we kind of just did a mock last month for fun, um, thinking that it was probably way too early. And it got like three times the views that we normally get on YouTube. Um, so we're going to do it again. We're going to run it back with, with a mock this time. Uh, it's going to be rounds three and four. Last time it was rounds one and two. And it'll be the same exact format, just adding to, uh, you know, players and ranking them where we would draft them as of right now as part of the evaluation process moves forward. And then we'll keep doing these, probably do a new mock starting with round one and two in a month. So, you know, stick with us on the official. We're going to keep pumping out these mocks every month and, uh, you know, really appreciate the support and, and that everybody loves them. So without further ado, this is the official All right, guys, good to have you here, David. Uh, feeling a little bit better this week. Um, glad you are back with us to do another mock. Uh, kind of surprised at how much people wanted to see a mock of 2024 freshmen, but the people have spoken. We're going to keep doing these. Um, <clears throat> before we get started, like and subscribe to this video if you enjoy what we're doing, the official, which is taking a look at recruiting through analytics and also applying these uh, these players to our fantasy rosters, whether it's, uh, you know, C CFF Dynasty or Campus to Canton. Speaking of Campus to Canton, if you haven't checked out our um, parent website, campus2canton.com, this is a website that has all you need for an entire immersive uh, fantasy football experience, whether it is the college side, uh, the NFL side, or the, the original that we developed the website for, which is a Campus to Canton league that where you have a college side that feeds into an NFL Dynasty side and everything in between. Articles, tools, rankings, um, even customized one-on-ones with a founder to talk about your roster construction in our highest tier. We do have multiple tiers available at different price points for whatever you need. Um, and that is the spiel for Campus Canton. Matt, David, thank you for joining as always. We got some big, big news. Probably the biggest news we could talk about landed this week. The number one overall player, the number one overall QB, Dylan Rayola commits to Georgia. I've done enough talking. Matt, what do you think about that? I, I mean, obviously a lot of people aren't going to like it. Uh, you know, Georgia isn't known for being this high power passing offense, although they were a bit better at it last year. Although I don't think people give them enough credit for that. Um, they have had a you know, rough history with quarterbacks in the past. Uh, I, I don't really think Georgia is going to get in the way of, you know, Rayola eventually being a first round pick if, you know, if he doesn't, that's all on him. He'll have every opportunity, all the training to do so, and uh, he definitely has weapons there too. So I, I don't, I don't hate it. I prefer it over Nebraska. You got it like that, David. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely prefer it over at Nebraska. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a good place to go if you want to win a championship. Apparently, I, I mean, they just won two in a row, and he's gonna have, he's gonna be set up with. They get tons of talent at tight end and end receiver. And I mean, their defense is just stupid. It's really stupid. Um, so I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they won two more while he's there. I mean, 
you know, as far as his development go, yeah, I mean, I think we all kind of agree, like his talent level, it's kind of tough to ruin that. I, I would say all in all, it's a pretty good spot for him. But yeah, I, I totally agree with, you know, kind of the, both of what you said, I, I think they'll probably, yeah, there's a good chance they win two more national titles. I mean, this is just getting ridiculous for UGA. Of course, the one thing they didn't have was that top, top, top tier quarterback. Um, and now they do, assuming he sticks. Everything else is in place. Like David said, the entire rest of the roster is stacked to the two deep, uh, probably three deep. Um, and they had been rolling with this guy, Stetson Bennett, for three years or so. And, uh, you know, he was fine. This takes them to a completely different level, the way that, um, you know, an excellent quarterback took Alabama's offense to the next level when they, you know, kind of sputtered along for a while. The Kirby plan seems to be even faster than the Saban plan because Saban went through a bunch of quarterbacks for quite a few years, winning titles even, before they started getting that, you know, Hurts, Tua, uh, Bryce Young back to back to back. This is only the, I guess it might be the sixth, fifth or sixth year for Kirby. So maybe, maybe it's actually not that far off on the timeline, finally getting that quarterback in place. And now, I mean, it could be a 20 year run, I guess at, at UGA. The only thing I'll other say tying it into fantasy, in, in my opinion, I think they're going to let this kid play. I mean, I, I don't think that we need to be that worried. I mean, I think that it's going to be just an offense that kills you in every which way, whether it's running the ball, throwing the ball, um, their defense, the only the thing I'd be actually more worried than anything is just like their defense is so good. They're not going to be in these shootouts. I mean, for college fantasy, you kind of want that action. You want that big 12 where the, the games can be 60 to 61. Uh, and the SEC with their defense, you know, they'll, they'll win games 30, you know, 35 to three or whatever, but they may just not have to like score 10 touchdowns the way that other teams sometimes find themselves in that situation. But otherwise, I think it's going to be great. He's going to be great. I have no reservations. All right. Dylan Rayola, I agree with what Matt said, though. It's all on his shoulders. George is not going to hold him back. If he's good, he's going to be good, period. Aaron Butler to Colorado. Matt, you can go first here, too. I know he's been a guy you've talked quite a bit about. Um, you know, what do we think? I mean, I don't. I still don't know what to think about Colorado. You, you might not have an opinion just yet. Yeah, I mean, it's just another one. Where, like, I don't hate it, but I also don't love it. Um, he could end up you know, getting pretty early playing time. I think he, you know, I like him considerably more than anybody else they got in last year's class, although they did, you know, get some guys in. Um, and uh, well, I guess we'll see how the offense is this year. It's definitely expected to be, uh, you know, at least a little bit more exciting than uh, what we've seen previously out of Colorado. So, uh, you know, wishful thinking. Yes. Uh, David, any other thoughts? I know you guys both liked him quite a bit. I agree with Matt, though. I mean, I think, you know, I with his position, kind of athlete, kind of wide receiver, you know, he'll, he'll probably be able to put up, you know, stuff no matter where he is, um, kind of in whatever landing spot. Maybe one of the best players that, in our opinion, that has wound up at Colorado. Would you say that's true? Yeah, for sure. I think he's going to end up being a tier one receiver for me. But um, I just have you guys heard anything? Are they because I know he's like a high level corner too? Is are they going to do some wonky thing like Travis Hunter where he's playing both ways? Uh, it's he said he's playing wide receiver there. I don't think he wants okay. to play corner. That was like the only fantasy risk, but um, you know, it's just we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I mean, and I kind of mentioned this in the Amari and Miller write up that I did uh for the guide last year, and like 
their defense is just going to take a while to overhaul it. I'm pretty sure. Like they they had no talent like at all like on that team. It's it was so bad last year. And I like even though I do think Dion's going to do a good job recruiting and upgrading the talent there, I think it's going to take a little while. And I so basically they're going to be playing from behind, you know, a lot I would think. And that, that means a lot of passing, and uh, you know, so that's good for Butler. And you know, we'll see what they. I think Shadur Sanders. I I don't. I think he's going to be there a couple of years. Like I don't. I don't know if it's going to go. The season's going to go so good that his stock just soars or whatever, and, and it it makes sense to come out. So I think he's there a couple of years. Um, so maybe he, he's there while they kind of overlap a little bit and get things going. But yeah, like. The wide receiver talent isn't so good that he can't just come in and I don't think he'll be a year one zero for sure. Yeah, I mean, if, if you think he's a tier one talent, I agree. I mean, there's not going to be much in his way. Uh, Travis Hunter would be maybe be in his final year. Uh, and then after that, unless uh, there was one guy we kind of liked who went to Colorado this year. But otherwise, I think you guys would both probably have Butler considerably higher based well, on what seeing. Yeah, I was seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it sounds like Butler's pretty, I mean, he was a fun three-star gem, but it sounds like you guys are going to have Butler as like a legitimate, uh, prospect, especially David. So, um, yeah, that's an interesting landing spot just cause he could come in and be one of the best players on the, on the offense right away. All right. So let's get into it. Mock draft. I guess we're saying this is still mock draft one, but it's the follow-up, uh, rounds three and four. We started with Matt last time. And so we're going to start with David this time. He's going to have the 301. We'll just alternate all the way down the line. I think we we do, uh, just for funsies, we'll, we'll do, um, you know, back-to-back at the turn and then go to the end. So quick, quick recap. I'm just going to read names. 101, Dylan Raiola, then Micah Hudson, DJ Lagway, Jeremiah Smith, Mylon Graham, Nathaniel Fraser, Julian Sayan, Cam Coleman, Cameron Davis, Jaden Riddell, who's a tight end. We talked about him last week, actually, on the Athlete Freak Show. Taylor Tatum, Aaron Noland, Bryant Wesco, Aaron Butler, Jason Brown, Draylon Miller, Josiah, Johisha Trader, Kedron Young, Walker White, Jared Gibson, Jordan Marshall, Mike Matthews, Terry Busey, and Landon Thomas rounded out the 212. So those are the names that went in round one. Go back, I think it's uh, mid-April of the official, if you want to go check the first mock draft and hear a little bit more about all those players. But And I can even link it in the description here. Uh, but David, you are up with the 301. Who is left that you kind of like to add to your freshman hall here? Yes. Yeah, so things are starting to slowly drop off um, pretty much across all positions here. And Matt and I were talking about running back production. Um, we're going through a bunch of profiles over the last week. It's pretty, it's pretty scarce out there. And I, I don't know if that's because, you know, junior production scores or whatever are usually kind of weak and, the, and maybe they take a step up as seniors. But um, one guy that did stand out to me and from an athletic pr- perspective as well is Yo- Johan Cardenas. I don't know, probably butchering that name, but he's interesting because, um, oh, this is the negative side of things. He did have a, a knee injury last year, but before he got hurt, he was averaging nearly 200 yards from scrimmage and about two and a, two and a half touchdowns uh, per game. So uh, productive guy. He is, you know, six foot, 215. He reports a 40-inch vertical, which is like 
most times I'm like pretty skeptical of it, but there is a video of him doing a drop step dunk that's pretty pretty nasty on Twitter. And if it's not 40, I mean, we'll say 37 and be conservative. It's 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 got to be up there. But you can see on film like he's bursty and and he can accelerate for sure. And that's kind of what we want. Like we want that burst out of a big guy like that. His long speed is isn't amazing or anything, but it's it's fine. It's it's not bad. And same same goes for his change of direction. His change of directions, he has to gather himself a little bit when he's when he's changing directions at times, which is not ideal. But listen, I mean, you're going to have flawed guys at the down here anyway. So um, I like him. Uh, we don't know where he's going. He was he was committed to Texas Tech, um, but he's. I think he's warm on 24-7 for Kentucky, which would be a really good spot for him. Um, Pro-style offense, likes to run the ball quite a bit. Pretty weak running, running back room. He would just – I think he's better than Jamari and Wilcox. And uh, I don't know that like, – they had some dude that just transferred there today. I don't know if you guys know him. I don't really know him very well, but people seem to like him from North Carolina State. Uh, Semi-something semi or rather. He's got like a hyphenated last name. Yeah, I know you're talking about. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's a, a special guy. Yeah, so it's like he'll be in the mix with that guy. Um, I don't even know if he's like. I think he's maybe a third. He'll be a third year guy next year, possibly. Regardless, I'm probably overanalyzing at this point. Good player <laughs> for for a guy that you already said. Hey, there's nobody left. Um, yeah, yeah. So, whatever. Welcome to the team. No, man. I think. I the way you described him and honestly, yeah, what I'm looking at too, a little bit like a guy we talked about last week, maybe in the Gabriel Winowich uh, mold, the breakaway speed, maybe not great, but well over 200 pounds bursty with the ability. Uh, we, you know, we highlighted Winowich last week as an athletic freak with crazy testing numbers, but you know, just a bigger guy who can still move. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. That sounds good. Matt 302. All right, I'll be taking quarterback Colin Hurley. Uh, he's committed to LSU, uh, and he is incredibly young for the class. He is a uh, he reclassified from 2025 to move up to this year, and uh, he won't even be 16 or he won't even be 17 yet when he walks on campus. Uh, he'll be you know 16.8 or something at National Signing Day. So, extremely young player, extremely big arm, got elite elite 11 invite. Uh, to go to the finals, uh, you know, he definitely needs to clean up his game a little bit. Only 55% completion rate last year is definitely you know, something you want to see improve. But again, we're talking about a really young player playing pretty good competition <laughs> out of uh, Florida. So, uh, yeah, I, I really like his upside. And if he impresses at the finals, he could, you know, at the moment, he's a top five quarterback for me at the back end, QB5. So, okay. Great, and you're getting him as the one, two, three, four, five, sixth quarterback up the board. So a little value there. All right, David, you're up again. Three, three. So this is a guy that excited me quite a bit in the beginning. Um, he was listed at six four one ninety. Um, his Terrence Moore is this receiver. I I, I go through Ohio State um, offers just like anybody else, just to see who they're on. He's one of like, I don't know, 13 receivers they've offered. Um, he, so like with that in mind, like the 64190 thing, when you, you watch his tape and you see how flexible he is. And I was just like, oh, okay, well, why doesn't he have more attention? Cause like the services were real low on him. Um, 
and like his he doesn't really have many weaknesses he's he's really well rounded i thought like a good good route runner um he's his track i think his track numbers might be is where people are probably not on him as much because um i think he's in like the i think his like 100 meter was like 11 30 or something like that and his jumps aren't that great like his long jump and stuff but he recently had like a six six high jump and the mile per hour we got on him is we won't reference mile per hour too much but it, let's just say it was fast a lot faster than his uh his track times so um but I actually don't think he is like when I when I watch him, I'm like, there's no way he's six four. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like six two, like one eighty. He doesn't look nearly as big as that listing. But regardless, I think he's a good player. Like I said, well rounded. I have no idea where he's gonna go. I, I don't know. I know Florida is looking at. Maybe you know some about him, Alfred. I, I know Florida's looking at him. Yeah, it looks like he's got an official on the books for Florida uh, June 9th and uh, Clemson on June second. So he'll go to Clemson in Florida. And then uh, of note, I'm just reading his little write-up here. He's young for his grade, won't turn 18 till he's already in college. So that's kind of, that's always a good thing, right? So, um, all right, Terrence Moore. I mean, you know, this is this is why these mocks are great. I mean, you're saying that recruiting services aren't high on him, but he's, you know, going to be drafted as like a top 10, 15 guy for us. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, all right, Matt, you're up 304. All right, I'll be going with uh, Perry Thompson here wide receiver out of Alabama, committed to Alabama. Um, services are much higher than on him than, you know, where we're drafting him here. Um, and he's, you know, the highest uh, – he's actually the second highest graded player on my board right now. But I already took a quarterback, so I'm not going to double dip there again. Wow, second highest um, player. On my – remaining on my board still. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. No, no, not overall. No, no. Yeah, sorry. Um, the, he's a he's a pretty high-end athlete. Uh very flexible for his size, very fluid athlete. Uh, goes up and gets the ball really well. And uh, I, you know, he's kind of got that prototypical X receiver build. But I think he has really a high-end upside, but he's a bit raw at the moment. I love it. I took a look at him today, actually, and I was pretty impressed. Um, you know, uh, not not a overwhelming, like, just breakaway speed, but he seems like a very solid wide receiver. And very bursty. Technical with burst, yeah, but uh, able to use that burst to get in and out of breaks and things like that. I liked it. Some yak ability at that size is always a nice bonus as well. Um, so, all right, great. Perry Thompson, five-star going to Bama. Not a bad spot to pick him up. David, you're up with the 305. Um, I'll take Luke Cromanhoek here, quarterback going to Florida State. Um Kind of just checks a lot of boxes for me. He doesn't – nothing overwhelming, really. I like him, don't love him. But, you know, he's got the traditional height like we like, 6'4". He's he's athletic. Like, he's like a 20% market, rushing market share. He played like a 35 SOS. So, it's like, you know, he's in Georgia. Not, it's like 4A. But he did play some decent, like, out-of-conference teams to, like, kind of boost that SOS. So, like – wasn't too bad there. Uh, he already got an elite 11 ticket, pretty strong arm. Um, but Florida state's a pretty stable, um, program right now. And they're doing really well with, it's like a lot of these teams kind of like their brains have broken with the NIL, with the new NAL stuff. And it seems like they have figured it out pretty, pretty fast here. So I kind of just trust their, their pathway at this point. You know, I hate to hear that. 
but I can't deny that it seems like FSU is figuring some stuff out here. Um, no doubt about it. Uh, and Chroma, he's a guy that, that keeps, I keep seeing that name uh, attached to, to some pretty high praise. You know, I know he's still not ranked that high. He's 10th, it looks like, um, for 24-7 composite. But, you know, I, I keep hearing people like he's, he's really, really good. I mean, I saw there was a... a you know, some people from on three seem to think he's like really, really good. So former receiver, you've mentioned him before. Very interesting prospect, if nothing else. Okay, Matt, 306. All right, I'll be taking Quentin Martin, uh, running back slash athlete, going to Penn State. Um, he's, you know, he's kind of ambiguous positionally. Uh, there's a chance he's going to start out at running back there, but there's a chance he could play safety. He also, you know, lines up wide receiver a lot. Uh, and he's pretty good at that too. So I, I think he could play, end up at any three spots. I'm just hoping, you know, for offense at this point. Um, not the best straight line speed athlete, but you know, very agile for his size. Uh, like I said, fantastic receiver, uh, moves really well in the open field. Good kick returner. Uh, there's a lot to like there, and uh, I, I think he could be after Singleton and Allen are gone. I think he could be the next back there. Yeah, absolutely. I we talked about him not that long ago. I thought when he committed, and I liked, I liked his potential there for sure. Um, okay, three, uh, seven, David, getting us to the back half of the third round here. And honestly, some of these guys are still very intriguing. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go full on Chris Moxley here. I'm gonna grab an, another tight end. <laughs> I, I like Caleb Odom quite a bit. Like I just, I watched his basketball highlights and that's kind of all I need to do really sometimes. Like, like he's real athletic on the basketball court. Like I'm talking like, like off the dribble, he's like going coast to coast, you know, uh, I'm, just throwing it down. Like, I, I really wanted to get him a little bit later. Oh, see, got it. Got a little nice. snag there. Can't get too upset over tight end, but you know, he's like six six two fifteen. I'm not too worried about the, the weight right now. Like, I think by the time he gets to college, you know, he'll probably be pushing 230, whatever. Then, he, you know, he's got another 15, 20 pounds till we feel good about him. But, you know, he's he's a guy that's like, is he a dog? I don't know if I'd consider him a dog necessarily. <laughs> he's probably more, he's probably closer to the Deuce Robinson role. Um, it's interesting because we just saw like Dalton Kincaid, like that guy is not much of a blocker. He just kind of gets in the way type of person. He's more like a big slot receiver. And like the NFL had no problem taking him in the first round. So it's like, I kind of view him similarly to that. He's just like an offensive weapon, but yeah, super athletic. You know, I don't know, maybe like his verified testing numbers aren't, I don't know if he pops in Matt's like athletic scores right now, but like when you just like watch him, you just kind of know he's athletic type of thing. So, uh, yeah, I like him quite a bit. I don't know where he's going either. I think possibly Ole Miss is where he's favored. Oof. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I will uh excited to check out those basketball highlights. All right, Matt, 3.08. What you got? Um, give me one second here. I was too busy being upset about David stealing him for me. <laughs> um I'll go with wide receiver Zion Kearney, uh, committed to Oklahoma out of Texas. Uh, we talked about him last week on the Freak Show. Uh, oh, wait, did we? No, we actually didn't. 
I don't think we did. He is. Yeah, uh, he didn't make the cut because yeah, I don't know yeah. why, but you can you can mention. Yeah, he is. Uh, I believe about six foot one or six foot two, two hundred pounds. Uh, reportedly runs a you know between a four two eight and a four three two forty time at a TCU camp. So uh, that that's pretty ridiculous at a player's size. Uh, you know, he kind of lacking in production a bit last year. I think he'll step that up a bit this year, hopefully. Um, I, I think he's just such a fluid athlete too. I think he is really flexible for a player his size too. I, I think he's gonna, you know, as he develops more as a receiver, I think he'll do better in the breaking routes than a lot of guys his size will. Um, and yeah, I mean, Oklahoma's not an awful spot. None of the uh, young wide receivers they brought in up to this point have really popped yet. And uh, you know, got two quarterbacks, uh, in Jackson Arnold and uh, Hawkins in this class. So uh, I, I think it's a good spot to be in. Sounds good to me. Speaking of Hawkins, could be time soon. I would I would be interested in taking him soon. All right, David, 3.09. Not that I needed to tip you off or anything like that. All right, I'm going to go with uh, – I'll go with Ni- Nitro Tuggle. So I, I know we're getting off the board here. I don't know how efficient even like the services would say their rankings are right now because they're pretty fluid at this stage and they only do so many updates. But like, I think uh, him committing to Georgia kind of opened people's minds on you know what kind of talent we're talking about. And he was a little bit overlooked from playing in Indiana. But we talked about how he's transferring to IMG. I'm kind of, I'm kind of gonna bet on that narrative a little bit at this point. Like I just feel like it has to be good. I mean, it's a freaking boarding school where it's like they. Like, eat, sleep, and drink football. That's all they do over there. You know, obviously, they take their studies seriously as well, too. But, you know, that's their main focus, preparing for college. Um, As far as, like, fantasy-wise, going to Georgia, obviously, you know, it's not super exciting. But I do think, like, for his size and move, like, his movement skills are really good for his size. Like, his lateral movement and stuff. So I think he has like upside as a route runner um, and he's explosive and stuff. You know, Matt had talked about it on a previous episode, how his, his hands are a little shaky and stuff. So hopefully he gets that, he improves that, but you know, I, I like him more than the services do at this point. And I think he'll, I think he'll move up over time. You're muted. All right. So IMG, continues to be a bit of a tough eval for us because they don't seem to be putting up the traditional production scores, but we've seen guys come out of there, especially as wide receivers and be really good right away. I mean, one of which was Carnell Tate. Maybe he's the exception, but um, and he hasn't even been in a game yet, but just like what he did in spring was, was overwhelming. So we'll see. Um, I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. 310 Matt, bring us to getting close to the end of the third round. We'll do a quick recap. All right, I'm going to go with Daniel Hill, uh, listed uh, athlete, most likely going to play running back. Uh, he plays a lot of receiver, too, on his tape, too. I think he's also a pretty high-end uh, linebacker prospect, too. So a lot going on there. He's a big guy, I think 6'2", you know, 6'1", 230, 220, around there. And, uh, you know, he moves pretty good for his size. He's not playing, you know, awesome competition. Uh, it's impressive to see, you know, someone who's going to be a big back who uh, can go out and catch the ball really well. I think he just won uh, state championships in his region or wherever his uh, conference is. Here's won his uh, hurdles and track. So explosive athlete in that area too. Um, 
600 pound squat we just talked about that on uh, last episode in the freak list uh preview so uh, just a gift athlete has you know i think pretty much every sec offer out there alabama's looking at him pretty heavy i believe so uh yeah i i think him being listed athlete a lot of people are going to overlook him a bit there classic classic athlete overlook there all right david 311 311 um I'll go with uh, I'll go with James Peoples. Just a solid. He's got committed to Ohio State. I do think he's marginally the best. So they they didn't take a running back last class, and so far they have three signed for this class. Um, I do think he's marginally better than Jordan Lyle, and uh, there's some other guy. He's got a hyphenated name. Can't think of it now, but Sam William um, Dixon, I believe. Yeah, Williams Dixon. So he's not he's not a mate. He's a good player. Solid good good solid player. I I think he's like above average at kind of everything. And that's what we're looking at here. And it's a good good offense to go to. Yeah, I kinda of, I kinda of liked Peoples a little bit. I mean, yeah, I agree it wasn't overwhelming, but you know, when I watched him, I was like, I think this guy's kind of good. Uh, Matt, take us home on 312. Pause. We'll do a quick recap, and then you, you're going to lead off fourth round. All right. I'll go with uh, running back Christian Clark out of uh, Arizona. He is uncommitted. Uh, I believe I talked about him two episodes ago, three episodes ago. Uh, you know, 5'11, 195. Uh, he's been picking up a lot of steam lately this offseason. He's been getting you know, a bunch of the big name offers. Uh, I think he's probably one of the better better lateral movers in this class. So I think there's a lot to like there. All right, sounds good. Quick recap. Uh, with the run on running backs there, running back became the most picked position, which is interesting because we've been saying how bad the running back class is, but they seem to dominate the third round here with five picked. And that was Johan Cardenas was one of those guys. And we went Colin Hurley, quarterback, Terrence Moore, wide receiver, Perry Thompson, wide receiver, Kromanoek, Quarterback, Quentin Martin, athlete slash running back, Caleb Odom, tight end, Zion Kearney, wide receiver, Nitarian Tuggle, wide receiver, and then three running backs in a row, Daniel Hill listed as an athlete, James Peoples, and Christian Clark. So, Matt, lead us with the 401 here. Give me one second. Uh, I'll just go Michael Hawkins here. I'll, I'll give in to you. Uh, I criticize him a bit on the other show, but he is a fun playmaker with a high upside at least. One of the more mobile guys in this class. He makes a lot of you know backyard style throws. Uh, you know, a fun player, a lot to like. Don't like that he's going to Oklahoma though. You know, it's tough. Have to Jackson go ahead and be behind Arnold. Seems to be very good. I maybe agree. maybe he flips though. Maybe he flips, or maybe he just is better. I mean, some you know we get these things mm. wrong. Wouldn't be bad to take both. All right, David, four point oh two. What do you got? You kind of sold me on uh, Aaron Hampton a couple couple shows ago. Um, All right. I actually, went uh, yeah. Well, the highlights he picked were good. He showed some pretty good route running there, some pretty good change of direction. Uh, physical for a smaller guy, and like his production really pops. I mean, he's got an Alabama offer. You know, really just dynamic player. I, I like him. Love to see it. All right, just in the sake of time, we'll kind of just keep this thing going quick. Matt, 403. Um, I'll go 
I don't want to take another running back. Uh, I'll take a Xavier Jordan. We just covered him last week, too. Uh, USC commit. Uh, stack wide receiver room. I really like talent, though, and elite producer. Never going to knock an elite producer. All right, here we go. We are, we're just rolling now. Um, David with the 404. There's a player I really want to take, but it's just a really weird situation for him. But uh, um, so I guess I'll just go with Aeneas Williams. Maybe this is a homer pick. I mean, the guy has over 2,000 yards receiving so far through three years in, in high school. So it's like he's like a triple threat where, you know, he's a decent runner. He's not an amazing runner, but he can catch the ball and he can pass blocks. So coaches will love that. He's kind of a dog. I like that. And uh, I could see him being productive for multiple years at Notre Dame. Yeah, you've mentioned it before. I mean, he is a guy that I think might get lost in the shuffle when it all comes out. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. Like, the, the clips were pretty good the, the time that we brought him up on the show. The clips were pretty nice. Okay, Matt, 405. All right, I'm actually going to take tight end here, and I'm going to go with Walter Matthews. He is massive, listed 6'7", some places, uh, I think 230, 240. He's huge, you know, pro size, pro-ready size already pretty much. And uh, I believe he's, you know, a 90th percentile athlete in our testing. We got him at like 21 miles per hour as size, which is incredible. Um, probably, you know, one of the better blockers already at this point too. Does a lot of inline work. He plays out wide, uh, big catch radius, decent after the catch. Uh, there's just a lot of like there. I think he's a bit underrated by the services currently. Another guy who's going to go to Florida on June 9th. Maybe we got a big, big visit day on June 9th. I hope. Uh, seems like what you said. He would actually be a guy that would fit into that offense if he's if he's going to block and play in line a little bit as well and just be kind of that all round tight end. Uh, pretty cool. He's from Georgia, so not too far away. And uh, they got, you know, UGA has their sights on someone else. But seems like, would it be wrong to say he, he might give you give you sense of Darnell Washington? Uh, yeah, maybe like baby Darnell. I mean, Darnell was like already 260 coming out of high school. So that's fair. That's fair. All right, uh, David, keep us going. 406. All right. I was about to take another tight end, but. So I should just mention like the quarterback dilemma right now is just that because people are probably wondering, like, are they ever going to take any of these dudes? Like, I don't know, because like CJ Carr is a solid player. Like, is Notre Dame a, gr- a good spot for f- college fantasy production? Same same goes for Jaden Davis, like solid player, like going to Michigan. Like, is that something to be excited about? I don't know. Elijah Brown. I mean, I I don't know. It's just a tough situation with these quarterbacks. Um and then my, Ryan Puglisi, I mean, that guy had – I think he has an NFL – he's got like a 94-mile-hour fastball. Like, he, I think he might have an NFL arm, but, like, he, he says he's not leaving Georgia. Like, he's committed to Georgia. He's like, I'm not – like, Rayola's going to have to beat well, me Well, <laughs> he said that since Rayola? Yeah, he said yeah, that yesterday. Uh, so. Well, that's probably, the, that's probably the first thing that, you know, they're going to say, but uh, we'll Yeah, see. is he – talk is cheap, whatever. We'll see what he has. People are going to start – People are going to start tampering. You know, people are going to be calling calling him up. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just wanted to throw like my two th- two cents on the quarterback situation right now and kind of whether he's sliding. from Connecticut. 
He's from Connecticut. Hey. Boston College <laughs> is going to get him or something. Yeah, I can anyway, see. Go somebody. ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Come no, on. it's all Let's good. Around. I just figured I'd kind of quickly touch on that because I really don't know what to do like with those quarterbacks. Like they're all decent. Um, you won't take Hoss like, Hedney right now. You won't take Hoss Hedney. Hedney. Well, I feel like I can get guys that I like just as much, like way later, like yeah. for like for like nothing. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of considered Hoss. I mean, gotta love that name too. Yep. So, um, I guess I'll go with I'll go with. Um, <clears throat> Gatlin Bear. I don't know why. I don't know. Can I stash? Is it bad to stash this guy or not? It's not bad. Like, if I'm just a patient player, I have a big roster, I can just let him sit there for a couple years. Like, he's not going to forget how to play football. This guy's going to run a 4 2, I think. He needs to learn how to play football first, is the issue. I haven't watched. Oh, boy. Hey, big confession to our audience here. I have not watched this tape. But. This dude runs like a 10-1-5. Like, Confessions on the official. I mean, he gets faster every event. I don't know how he's doing it, but like all his times are just getting faster. Like, I mean, I don't know how low he's going to go, but like, he, and he's not small, by the way. Like, he's like 6'2", no. 190. He's like pretty, he's pretty ripped up. Like, he's got two older brothers that are, that are real shredded that run like college track and stuff. Matt's apparently watched the tape. He's not impressed, so maybe it's a bad pick. But you know, uh, there's some upside. There's got to be upside there. All right, back half of the fourth round. We are going 48 players deep and only fantasy relevant players. This is a very deep draft. Matt, keep us going. Get us to the home. Uh, get us home here with 407. All right. Uh, at this point. He's kind of fallen a bit for me where he's graded, but he's uh, you know one of the highest athletic testers in our you know our uh, database. So I'll just grab him here, Braylon Russell, uh, uncommitted out of Arkansas. You know, six ones, two thirty ish, incredible lifting numbers, four five, uh, forty times. We got him at twenty one flat miles per hour. So there's just a lot to like there athletically. Um, he looks a bit stiff on tape. He's not the most uh, fluid mover out there, but uh, at this point, I'm just uh, banking on the athleticism, really. I'll never fault you for that, buddy. All <laughs> right, uh, David, 408. you have any more existential crises you want to go through before you make Yeah, it? no, I'll, I'll keep this one short. Caden Durham, he is a small running back. Uh, on three, has him at 5'9", 195. That, that honestly might be... That might be pushing it. He might be smaller than that, honestly. But, uh, you know, he's real, he's a track guy, real fast, um, super productive, uh, plays for a powerhouse, Duncanville. And I think he had nearly, like, 3,000 yards yet last year with, like, 36 touchdowns. His tape, he uh, he's fast. He breaks a lot of big runs. There's not a, there's not a like – his tape didn't wow me, honestly, like as like a, a well-rounded running back or anything like that. But like he can get to the he can get to the corner and just and just go, basically. All right. Well, he better be able to at 180. Matt, 409. 195. Oh, 195. Okay. I was saying on three as you said, oh, yeah, you said it was an update. Okay. It's probably yeah, somewhere good. in between. I don't know. All right, fair enough. 
All right, oh, four nine, Matt. I just realized somebody is on the board still. That I think it's a decent value here. I'll go with Ryan Wingo. Well, you know, that's who I thought when you were talking about athleticism. I was like, oh, he's gonna go Wingo. Oh uh, yeah, no, I just realized. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a bit lower than graded than. Yeah. Uh, we have him low, but I yeah. think that's a great pick at this point. Yeah, I might have to boost him a little bit up now, thinking about it, because I, I think at this point in the draft, it's a good value considering you know how high the just, upside just is. Just hope we're wrong on his, uh, you know, on his wide receiver ability and, and the athleticism just dominates. Yeah, or someone develops him. All right. Okay, we've talked about him before. We've talked about Ryan Wingo uh, a couple of times. So, uh, David, four ten. Uh, I'm gonna go with a tight end who is actually a dog, Brady Prescorn. I just watched him today, but he averaged, I think he averaged over 20 yards per catch. He's actually a pretty big play guy. Um, he's got some yak to him and he's a, he is, he is a dog in the blocking game. He's going to Michigan. That's, we like that. I mean, they, they do well with tight ends. Uh, his brother, his brother was the tight end at, uh, Memphis that just Memphis, yeah to... that name sounds familiar the last name yeah he just transferred to a p5 school I can't re- remember off the top of my head but um he's a bigger version of him he's listed at 65 220 he'll have no issues getting the 250 range and uh yeah Michigan I mean strength and conditioning and all that it's a good spot it's funny all the schools that we like hate from most positions for tight end, we love Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, you know, the Notre Dame. These teams that we like running backs, receivers, quarterbacks go there. We're like, ah, tight ends go to these schools. We're like, we like that. <laughs> so it's just it's the way it is. All right, Matt, 411. This will be your last pick. Uh, I'm actually going to double dip at tight end here. Wow. Um, Christian Ben Tanker. I honestly don't know how to say his name. Committed to uh, Clemson. Uh, and I, I was pretty surprised by his safety. He's pretty fun. Good after the catch. Uh, really good after the catch. Big play guy. And uh, hopefully with this new look uh, Clemson offense, we can get uh, some more exciting receiving numbers. Fair enough. Yep, they should be a good offense. Um, unless Garrett Riley was, I don't know, just got lucky last year. And then bring us home 412, David. This has been a long draft. But we're getting these names out there. We're putting them in order for the people, and I know that they're going to appreciate it. But who you got? 48th pick here. Um, so now we're just getting into wild card territory. There's a lot of big athletic receivers that are remaining, like Cam Williams. People are probably yelling at us right now because like, he's pretty – I think he's rated relatively high. Um, but he's like a raw receiver going to Notre Dame. I don't trust them to develop anyone. So um, – Jamari Colley is another guy I was considering. There's another guy, Isaiah Moore, that I think is uh, – I'm going to take him. I think he's pretty interesting. He's another guy that was he's, – he's really lowly rated, I think. He, he was offered by Ohio State. Brian Hartlett actually said he reminded him of Marvin Harrison. So, I don't know. He's obviously not – he'd be rated higher by now if he was really that. But um, he plays really physically, which I like in a receiver. And he you is love those think, dogs. Got that I dog. think he is a legit six three around there. And um I think he's like one ninety, but I do think that he has that frame that he's gonna fill out and he'll get over 
dedicated probably to 210, I would think, somewhere around there. And he's just he plays plays real hard. He's he's kind of a yak guy. He, he he's really strong in contested situations. Gonna have to his route running's all right. Like he'll have to develop there. But uh, you know, if he decides to go to Ohio State, I don't know if he will. But if he did, that would be a decent spot for him to develop. All right, that sounds good. Isaiah Moore, wide receiver, final pick, number 48 off the board. There are some high-rated guys that didn't even make it to our four-round mock, and that all just goes to show you, you know, when you dig in and you're really looking at a fantasy lens, it is not always worth it just to go by what the service rankings are. Stick with Campus to Canton. We will give you the real truth here. Um, uh, I will recap – just so we get names if someone was fast forwarding and they got to the end or whatever, uh, go back and listen to the whole thing. But here's the recap here for starting with round three, Johan Cardenas, running back, Colin Hurley, quarterback, Terrence Moore, Perry Thompson, both receivers, Luke Kromanoak, quarterback, Quinton Martin, uh, athlete slash running back, Caleb Odom, tight end, Zion Kearney and Nitarian Tuggle, wide receiver, Daniel Hill, James Peoples, Christian Clark, all running backs. And then we had Michael Hawkins, a quarterback with a high upside. Aaron Hampton, Xavier Jordan, both wide receivers. Aeneas Williams, a running back. Walter Matthews, tight end. Gatlin Bear, wide receiver. Braylon Russell, Caden Durham, wide running backs. Wyan Ringo, wide receiver. Priest Corn, Benton Kurt, back-to-back tight ends. And then Isaiah Moore, wide receiver. One more note on Gatlin Bear before we get out of here. David did have a problem taking him, was, was questioning why. Uh, if you're wondering why he was talking about like waiting and waiting and waiting, Gatlin Bear probably going to be going on a LDS mission for a few years, two years. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, there was a guy, Hagen, I really liked um, last year, and he is in the mission field right now. So we will hopefully, he'll, we'll get to see him at BYU next year. Uh, and Bear's just one of those guys that, you know, we're, we have to be patient with for that reason. If you're wondering why David was struggling so bad um, from a fantasy angle, it's something we should consider. Uh, but anyway, that's the mock. Go back and check out the first two rounds if you haven't already. And then obviously listen to all of our shows. But if you love the mocks, we will be doing this again mid-June with a mock round two. See if any of these guys change positions. We're going to be keeping track of the ADP based on where we are doing this and see who changes um, as we move th- uh, through the summer and even into next spring. So, guys, any parting shots? Dylan Rayola to Georgia, Aaron Butler to Colorado, and then the mock draft. It was a great show, and we'll get out of here unless you have anything else. Yeah, I just oh. want to say I butchered that last name. Uh, I was doing it off the top of my head. It's not Isaiah Moore. It's Elijah Moore. And, oh, Elijah. Uh, okay. The on three algorithm has him favoring Penn State. So, I don't know. Just wanted to make those two comments. Well, I found an Isaiah Moore on 24-7. I didn't look close enough. He was a linebacker uh, who is on the team, but this will be his last year. But I, I didn't look close enough. I just saw 24-7 had an Isaiah Moore, and I was like, okay, that sounds good. Um, all right, Elijah Moore, wide receiver, going to David with that final pick. And with that stat correction, we're out of here. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time.